to the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. Amen, amen. All right, y'all ready? I am so excited to be in the house tonight. I am so excited to be in your house tonight. We are so excited to be here. Woo, I'm super hyped. Let's go. Y'all ready for the word? Did you guys come to receive something tonight? Do you believe that God has something for you? I believe that God has something just for you. So get out your notebooks, get out your iPads, your eye pencils, your eyeballs. Let's go. Let's get in the word. Woo, what is 2020? Y'all ready? 2020 is our breakout year. That's right. Here at Love Life Church, we believe the word of the Lord is 2020 is our breakout year. And it's happening. We are breaking out in every area of our lives, in every area of ministry. We're on live stream. What's up? We're on YouTube. That's what's up. Our kids are on YouTube. That's what's up. Seriously, this is a breakout. We believe it. If we feel like it or not, we believe that this is our breakout year. We're speaking that this is our breakout year. We are applying that this is our breakout year. And we're trusting God to multiply that this is our breakout year. Y'all ready? So we are in part two of a series we're calling Unshakable. That's right. Unshakable. Y'all, in shakable times, it's kind of craziness going on right now. We trust God, and that's only in God, in His Word, and His promises, in the blood of Jesus, are we unshakable. 1 Corinthians 15, 53, let's go. It says, so now, beloved ones, stand firm and secure. Live your lives with an unshakable confidence. We know that we prosper and excel in every season. We prosper and excel in every season. How? Even if it's the flu season, how do we prosper and excel in every season? By serving the Lord, because we are assured that our union with the Lord makes our labor productive and our fruit that endures. Do you guys believe that? Do you guys trust God? Our labor is a labor of love. We trust God that our labor is a labor of love. And you know what? How many laborers are there? Come on, for those in the back, let me hear you real loud. How many laborers are there? The laborers are the few. Guys, we are the few. The time is now. We are the movers. We're the shakers. We're the history makers. And now's the time to make history. Now's the moment. The harvest is plenty. The harvest is ripe. The few need to rise up. And that's what we're doing here at LLYA. That's what we're doing here at Love Life Church. We rising up. Why? Because the time is now. The time is now. We're unshakable. Why? Because we know that God is with us. We know that Jesus is with us. In Matthew 9:37, he says, Then he said to his disciples, this is Jesus, the harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are the few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest, send out the laborers to the harvest. Guys, the time is now. Let's get out. Get out in any way that you can on social media. How about call somebody, invite somebody, FaceTime somebody, reach out to somebody. The time is now. We are love life. We don't just see vision, right? 
We do vision. We aren't just listening to these videos. We're doing these videos, right? We don't just hear the word. We do the word. We apply the word. We apply the word that we are receiving. We apply the word. We're, we're doers. We look to Jesus. You know what? In the time right now, we need to stay focused. We need to stay focused and look to Jesus, right? We look to Jesus. His, he as our example. We are disciples of Jesus. We're followers of Jesus. Y'all ready for this? I'm just saying, are y'all ready for this? I'm, I'm super hyped. Is that chat room hype right now? Y'all bringing it because I am so pumped. We're the few. We're the chosen. We are disciples. What does that mean? That we're followers of Jesus' example. That is who we are. Believers go to church. But disciples are the church. We know that we're the church. It's not this building. It is us. Believers attend a disciple remains planted to flourish. A believer is a hearer. A disciple is a doer. A believer may be offended with difficulties. Come on. But disciples, we grow in difficulties. We grow in difficult times. We know that when our cup is bumped, what's coming out is the word. What's coming out is God's promises. What's coming out is that we're secure. We're unshakable. We're unmovable. We're founded on the rock, right? Y'all ready? Amen. A believer wants to be informed. A disciple desires to be transformed. Transformed by the renewing of your mind. Transformed by the word of God. Transformed into your new creation. Transformed into a new being, right? Transformed. A believer is a consumer. A disciple is a contributor. Not what can the church do for me? What can I do for the church? How can I add to the church? How can I add to this place, to this family? A believer is convinced. A disciple is committed. A believer is called. A disciple is chosen. A believer says, here I am, Lord. But a disciple says, Lord, send me. Send me out to, send me out to the harvest. Send me. A believer enjoys the gift of salvation. A disciple also enjoys all of God's rewards, all of God's benefits, all of God's promises, the sozo life, the all-inclusive life, right? A believer is willing to live for Jesus, but a disciple is willing to even die for Jesus. But thank God we live in a time and we live in a country that we don't have to die for Jesus. We can live for Jesus, right? Ministering God's love to all, ministering God's love to all, leading people to Jesus. That's what disciples do. We follow Jesus, we lead people to Jesus, caring, coaching, and connecting people to God's love, to God's kind of life, and to God's purpose, right? Matthew 28, 18, Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. We can trust that Jesus is with us. We are not on our own. We don't have to do this on our own. He's with us. He's enabling us. He's praying for us. We trust God and chill, right? We trust God and chill. 
We look to Jesus and follow, right? We listen to the Holy Spirit and obey. You know what? Your relationship with all three of them is so important. It's so important for your victory. It's so important for your Christian walk. Your core values are also so important. Your core values, what you believe, what you stand for, what matters most in life to you, it really matters. Your values are so important. You want to know why? Because they define you. What you believe about yourself, what you believe about others defines you. Our values, our, our values, they determine our choices, our daily choices, our life choices. Everything in we do in life is a reflection of the values that we hold and that we uphold. If you don't decide your values in life, let me tell you, the world will decide them for you. I love that saying. We've all heard it, right? If you stand for nothing, you'll fall for everything. If you stand for nothing, you'll fall for everything. And that's what this generation, they don't stand for anything, so they're falling for everything. What the world says, if it's popping or not, if it's tick-tocking or not, if it's hot or not, right? Tickety-tock-tock-tock, whatever dance is popping, that's what's hot, what's not. The, world, the values of the world, are the, the standard is changing all the time. All the time. It doesn't matter. The world standard is just changing, changing, changing. If you're single... If you a single Pringle out there, it is so important that you know what you believe in. It is so important that you know what you stand for. It is so important that you know who you are. Because you know what, girl? I'm just telling you, that's who you attracted. If you stand for nothing, you fall in for everything. That was free for somebody out there. You better receive it, yes. If you, if you stand for nothing, you fall for everything. You're wondering why you're trapped in this situation. If you're married, your you and your family need to know your values, what you stand for, what you believe in, right? If you're in the workplace, you need to know your values, what you stand for, what you believe in, right? Because that's going to determine your choices. That's going to determine if you lie when you clock in or if you don't. Why? Because you have values. You have core values. And if we're going to influence this world, then we're going to need to know what we believe in. We're going to need to know what we stand for. When there's crisis going on, when everything's going chaotic, when people are fighting for toilet paper and it's getting wild for paper towels and it's getting crazy, you need to know what you stand for. You need to know what you believe in. You need to know if you trust in God or not. If you trust God is your resource, if you trust God is your supply or not. Like, Lord Jesus, you are my supply. Amen. And just like that, last week I had three rolls and Praise the Lord, this week I have eight rolls of toilet paper. We trust in God. And you know what, Love Life, I want to say thank you so much. Shout out to everybody who called and texted and was making sure I was going to get enough toilet paper. I love you guys. Woo! Y'all got a sister's back. Yes. So we have a set of core values here at Love Life Church. These core values, this is what helps me live an unshakable life because I know what I believe in. So when the opportunity comes, is it this or that? I know where I stand. I know what I believe in. Our love life values are love, outreach, value, enthusiasm, leadership, integrity, fellowship, and excellence. And if there's any love life kids watching, I can tell you, any parents ask those Love Life kids, what are their Love Life values? And they'll tell you right up. I love the Love Life kids. They're like, love, outreach, value, enthusiasm, 
You know why? Because they have great teachers back there. Just saying. Love Life Kids is this Friday. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be great. All right. Number one, love. Love. We love God. We love people. And we love life. I love that I love life. We get to love God. We get to love people. But we also get to love life and live life and have the best life. We don't just have to hashtag it. We actually live in it. We live in our best life. We're having fun, doing great things for God in the kingdom of God. Love is the foundation of who we are here at Love Life Church. Love is our foundation. Why? Because God is love. Caring, coaching, and connecting people to God's great love, his abundant life, right? His abundant new life and his plans and purpose for their life. It's not what can you do for me. It's what can I do for you. It's not what can the church do for me. It's what can I do for the church, right? We love to impact people. I'm just saying, like, is the AC on in here? I know that nobody's in the building, but your girl came to preach. If there's one usher in here, can we get the AC going? Thank you. Thank you so much for that one person who's in the building. Yes, I appreciate you. Your girl came to preach tonight. Just saying, let's get the AC rolling. Luke 10, 27. Now, so he, so he answered and said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind. Woo! Can I get an amen? I heard the AC kick on. And your neighbor as yourself. We're going to love God with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. 1 John 4, 19, it says, we love him because he first loved us. We have to know that we know that we know that God loves us. There, you know what? The strength and longevity of your Christian walk totally is completely based on your personal relationship with God's love. You have to know that God loves you for the long haul, for the longevity of this thing. Like I've been here 23 years loving God, loving people, loving life. Why? Because I know that God loved me first and that's how I can love him. Right? God's love. God loves me no matter what. No one, no thing, no sickness, no disease, no Rona. Come on. Nothing. No bad choice that I made can separate me from the love of God. I am resolved. I have made up my mind. I trust God completely that he loves me and he loved me first. So I'm resolved. Romans 837 It says, yet in all things, we are more than conquerors. We're more than conquerors. We're more than conquerors over this coronavirus. We're more than conquerors over this financial things that are going on in our life. We are more than conquerors, no matter what. Moms, you are more than conquerors at that homeschool. Come on. We are more than conquerors. We are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, come on, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, nor anything create, nor, nor, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from what? From the love of God, which is in, in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. We love God by obeying his word. We love God by obeying his word. John 14, 23, let's go. Jesus replied, all who love me will do what I say. My father will love them and we will come and make our home with each of them. God loves you. 
God loves you so much. And you know what? There's a difference between obeying God's word to prove to him that you love him or actually just doing it because you love him. This is a game changer right here. I serve God because I love him, not to make him love me. I serve people because I love them, not to make people love me. I don't need people to love me. I know that it is my purpose to serve people. I know that it is my purpose to serve God. And I don't serve God to make him love me. That was such a game changer in my life to know that I don't have to serve God to make him love me. He is already madly in love with me. And knowing that he's madly in love with me makes me want to serve him with all of my heart, serve him with all my mind, with all my strength, with everything in me. I'm so compelled by love and I'm empowered by love. The same with people. I love people and I serve people not to make them love me. It's because I love them, right? I love them. Loving God empowers us to obey his word. So loving God, experiencing, okay, this takes time to like grow up in love. We got to be rooted and grounded in God's love, knowing that God loves us and he has a plan, that he has a purpose for us. Experiencing growing God experiencing and growing in God's love, it's a lifelong journey. It's a lifelong journey. Why? Because God's love is endless and God's love is eternal. We're going to be endlessly discovering God's love for us and who he is. We love God by loving people. Y'all ready? I love people. I need people in the building. Like, I miss you guys. I'm just saying. I need some, woo, amen, some laughs, some claps, all the craziness that y'all bring to the place. I need it. I need you. I need you so much. We love God by loving people. And by fulfilling the second command, loving people, we fulfill the first, loving God, right? Mark 12, 30. And we must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. The second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. No other commandment is greater than these. We love God, we love people, and we love life. And we have life and life more abundantly in Jesus. In Christ Jesus, John 10, 10 says, the thief does not come except to steal, kill, or destroy. Does that sound like anybody? Does does that sound like Rona, Rona, the Corona, kill, steal, and destroy? That has nothing to do with God. That has nothing to do with abundant life. That has nothing to do with Jesus. Jesus says, I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Life is for living, right? We were created to live this life. Our bodies were designed to live and thrive and be healthy and whole and well. Our message is all about life and life more abundantly, right? We choose life. Every day that we're alive, we choose life. Every day that we're alive, we're thankful for life. Every day that we're alive, we just thank God for another day here on this earth so that we can fulfill his great command, right? The great commission. Y'all ready for this? Number two, outreach. We look for opportunities to connect people with God, not a building, 
That's right. With God, not a building. This is more than ever right now, right? The church building may be closed, but that's all right because here at Love Life, we know that we are the church and we're never closed, right? The doors may be closed, but let me tell you, the church is growing. The church is thriving. The church is alive. The church is in us. We are the church. Everywhere that we go, we are the hands and we're the feet of Jesus. We're the church. And we are so united right now. More than ever, we're so united as a church. Every one of us is doing our special part. So seriously, Love Life Church, you guys are all doing your special part. I am so proud of every single one of you guys. You guys are supporting through prayer, through your online attendance, all of you faithful givers. You guys have not stopped giving. You guys are giving to support the ministry because this is the ministry. It's going out right now across the globe because every single one of you is doing your part. We're better together. We're in this together. We are Love Life Church and you guys are supporting us. We are supporting each other, right? Because we're the church. I am so thankful to be a part of a team, to be a part of this team, right? This great, this this great team of people who are serving God. I am so thankful for every single one of you guys, and I'm thankful that I get to serve alongside with you guys. Such a great team, right? And we're serving such a great God, and we're fulfilling the Great Commission. Yes, it's outreach, outreaching to others. I cannot wait to be back together and pack out this building. I can't wait to be back together and when we get to have life group and connect with each other. But it doesn't matter. It will not stop our outreach. It will not stop us from connecting with others. This is a perfect opportunity. We connect unbelievers with God through salvation, leading them to Jesus. We connect believers with God through discipleship, friendship, and servant leadership. We're all about servant leadership here at Love Life Church, right? We, we're out to outserve each other. How can I serve you? No, how can I serve you? No, how can I serve you? Imagine when we bring that into our home life and we have husbands and wives asking each other, how can I serve you? We got teens and young people saying, how can I serve you? We got kids saying, how can I serve you? Imagine your neighborhood, they're like, what is it with you guys? What is, what's so different about you guys? How are you guys trying to outserve each other? Oh, let me tell you. Let me tell you, I got some values. I got some unshakable values that I, le that I learned. Let me share with you, right? Number three, value. We value people and we treat them with respect and honor. We value people and we treat them with respect and honor. We value people, why? Because God value, values people. Jesus, he died for all humanity. Not just you, not just me. He, he didn't just die for those who decided to come to church. He died for all humanity. So we are going to value people. Regardless of our differences, we can respect and honor others, right? Number four, enthusiasm. Let's go. Here we go. We keep a good attitude, living for and serving God with great joy. I love this. Attitude is everything. Attitude is everything. The attitude I have is the attitude I choose. Wait, do we need to repeat that? The attitude I have is the attitude I choose. Look at your neighbor. And if you don't got a neighbor, get the selfie cam out. 
The attitude I have is the attitude I choose. My energy level is completely up to me. I love this. My energy level is completely up to me. When I, if I'm having a good day or not, my energy level is up to me. The choices I make, when I get to, to hear the word, when I get an opportunity to come to church, my energy level is completely up to me. If I'm excited, if I'm hyped, I'm gonna receive something. If I'm phoning it in, heating the seat, you're not gonna receive anything, but that's completely up to you. This is only an opportunity. Being enthusiastic and choosing to walk in joy has everything to do with my focus. What are you thinking about? What are you focused on? With my heart. What are you meditating on, right? With your motivation. What's your motivation? Stay focused. Do everything as unto the Lord. Colossians 3.23. And do whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to man. We serve God, not man. We serve people, right, because we're serving God, but we don't do it for people. We don't do it for people. We're serving God, knowing that from, knowing that from the Lord you'll receive the reward. My reward is not from people. My reward is from the Lord and the inheritance, for you serve the Lord Christ. Number five, leadership. Y'all ready for this? We lead, influence, and inspire others through our example. It has everything to do with your Monday. It has everything to do with your outside life. We live our life as examples of what we're learning here in church. We start applying it in the outside world. We're not playing religious games. We're not playing no, no, we're here to live this thing out. Our lives are open letters known and read by everyone. You're an open letter read by your children, you're an open letter read by your coworkers. You're an, uh, you're an open letter read by this world of how you interact and treat people. 2 Corinthians 2, 3, 3, 2, 3, 2, 1. <laughs> For your very lives are our letters of recommendation, permanently engraved on our hearts, recognized and read by everyone. As a result, our ministry as a result of our ministry, you are living letters written by Christ, not with ink, but by the spirit of the living God, not carved onto stone tablets, but onto tablets of tender hearts. People are reading you like a letter. What is your letter saying? What is a leader? And all the interns said, a person of influence, that's right, a person of influence. We all have the potential. We all have the potential and opportunity to be great servant leaders here at Love Life Church or in life. Y'all ready? Ushers, they lead people to their seats. Here at Love Life Church, the ushers, they lead people to their seats. Right now there's empty seats, but pretty soon this place is gonna be packed out. Greeters, they lead people into the church building. Kids ministry, they lead kids into real relationships with Jesus. And I'm just saying, do not miss out live at 10 a.m. or catch it on YouTube. Love Life Kids. All right? Fathers lead their home. Mothers leading their children. Children leading in the schools and with their peers, right? Christians leading in the business world and in, in, in government. Our lives are open letters known and read by everyone. What is your letter saying? What is your letter saying about you? What is your letter saying about Jesus? 
right? And who are you influencing? Somebody's always watching. There's always opportunity to influence. And this is a lesson that I am daily reminding myself, right? When I'm driving, okay, we're not going to talk about that. Number six, <laughs> integrity. We align our thinking, heart, and actions according to biblical standards. Let's say that again. We align our thinking, heart, and actions according to biblical standards. You know what? Here at Love Life, we're committed to applying God's word to all areas of our lives. All areas of our morally, financially, professionally, relationally, personally. Like we're bringing God into the building. We're bringing God into our lives. We're bringing God into our relationships. We're bringing God into the workplace. We're bringing God into our family units, right? We are love life. We are not playing religious games. We ain't got time for that. We're not playing religious politics. There ain't, there's no bull here. Uh-uh. This is not for show. We're in it to win it. We're in it to win the world. And the world needs to see real, authentic people go through things just like them. But we have different results. We have different attitudes, right? Because we trust in God. We know God. And we have values that we can be unshakable in. We have core values that we know we can look to. So when crisis comes, what do, our, what do my values say? What do I believe in? How am I supposed to react? Psalms 119.105, it says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Proverbs 10.9, He who walks with integrity and with moral character walks securely. You want to be secure? You want to be stable? Walk with integrity. Have moral character. But he who takes a crooked way will be discovered and punished. We align our thinking, heart, and actions to biblical standards. Not just what I feel, right? Not just what the world says. Not just what TikTok says. No, we align it to what God's word says. We align it. Philippians 4.8 says, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there are any virtue, if there are any praiseworthy, meditate on these things. We need to meditate on these things. On what things? Whatever's true. Is it true? Is it noble? Is it just? Is it pure? Is it lovely? It's such a perfect, we need a filter. We, you know, like get off the Instagram filters, get off the snappity chat chat filters, and let's see what God's word says. Is it pure? Is it lovely? Right? Is it praiseworthy? Meditate on these things. And we're going to walk it like I talk it. Hey, walk it like I talk it. Hey, walk it like I talk it. Woo! Walk it like I talk it. Woo! That's right. We're going to walk it like we talk it. We're going to walk it, talk it, do it, live it, share it, show it, be it, keep it. It's time. It's time to walk it like we talk it. And we're talking it, and we're talking God's word. We're talking God's truth. We're talking God's peace. We're talking God's love. We're talking God's grace. Right? That's what we're talking about. We're talking about freedom in Christ Jesus. We're going to walk it like I talk it. Hey, walk it like I talk it. Hey, walk it like I talk it. That's right. So what are we talking about? Whatever is lovely, whatever is pure, right? That's what we need to talk about. Number seven, y'all ready? Fellowship. 
We do church as a united family. We are better together. Now more than ever, we know that we are better together. We value teamwork here. We're in this together. We're stronger together. We're not competing with each other, right? We're not completing with each other. We're completing each other, right? We encourage each other. We uplift each other. And we may not have it all together, but let me tell you, together we have it all with Jesus. Ephesians 4, 15. Instead, this is us, Love Life. Y'all ready? I love this scripture. Instead, as we lovingly speak the truth, we will grow up completely in our relationship to Christ, who is the head. He makes the whole body fit together and unites it through the support of every joint. Each of us playing our special part. As each and every part does its job, he makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. We are growing Love Life Church. We are united Love Life Church. We are building each other up in love. That's right, speaking the truth in love. We value differences without division. We're a multicultural, multi-generational, multi-gifted, multi-talented, multi-member church that, you know what, is multiplying. We're multiplying. It's growing. We value each other and each other's gifts, each other's talents, each other's personalities, each other's experiences, and we all fit together as one body, the body of Christ. We are love life. Number eight, excellence. We always give our best because God gave his best. Colossians 2, 3, 2. And whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance, for you serve the Lord Christ. Excellence is not about being perfect, but it's about honoring the one that is. That's right, I'm far from perfect, but I honor the one who is. We honor Jesus here at Love Life Church. We value Jesus, he's the center. Titus two, and you yourself must be an example to them by doing good works of every kind, letting everything you do reflect the integrity and seriousness of your teaching. We need to have integrity. The, this is a perfect opportunity to have work, to good works in every kind. How can you help your neighbor? How can you help others? What is it that you can do? I was at the grocery store the other day, and there's, and usually at the grocery store, like, I don't like to talk to anybody. Like, I'm in, I got my list. Like, you can, should take, likes to go to every aisle and check if anything's on sale and if there's something new in the baking aisle. No, I like to know exactly what I'm going for. That's all I'm getting, like, in, out, let's go. But now, since everything's been so weird, I'm like going to the store, looking, and there was an older gentleman and he was lost. And he was looking for like Ritz crackers and all the crackers were gone. This is when like all the shelves were empty. And, and I was like, Are, do you need something? And he was looking for Ritz crackers and he's like, he needed it. And I'm like, there's some, like the organic section is kind of like separate. And I took him over here and I'm like, here's some Ritz crackers, they're just organic, they're just a different brand, but they're gonna taste yummy. And he was like, thank you so much. How, a little act of kindness. Change, help that guy, help that gentleman, help that elderly guy who's like needed his Ritz crackers, you know? Who, who knows what he was gonna do with it? He probably, he probably can't eat soup without crackers. So let me help a brother out. 
like there's this is a different brand. It's over here in a, in a different section, but let me help you out. What, what kind of acts of kindness can we do for others? Uh, like a few weeks ago or last week or something, um, we went over to visit Lily and Olivia. And if you don't know, Livia has overcome leukemia. Hopefully I'm saying it right. And she is conquering and she's doing so well. And sometimes in the afternoon, she'll be like, Auntie, can you come over? And I'm like, yeah. She knows how to FaceTime and everything. Like these kids, they just, like, you know, if you need help with your live stream, ask your kids. They'll help you out, right? So I had had two workouts in that day. Like I was kind of tired already. And she's like, can we go for a bike ride? And she sits in this little chair. She sits in this little chair on the bike, and it's in the front. It's just like this tiny little chair. She fits in, and, you know, we go for a ride. And we're going, and we're going in this little circle. We're going down this path, and it has a little, like, we call it Disneyland, a roller coaster. Wee, wee, wee. And she looks up at me, and she looks straight at me with the hugest smile. And she's like, do it again, auntie. That moment, that moment of her joy, I was strengthened. That moment of her smile, I felt like I could conquer the world. I could do anything. I was no longer sore. I was like, woohoo, let's go. So what is it that, what's the joy of the Lord that is strengthening you, right? Physically strengthening you. What can you do? What's an act of kindness that you can help somebody out? Because in that moment of helping somebody, it's really helping you. It's really encouraging you, and it's really strengthening you, right? Just be the light. We are Love Life Church. We're the salt of the earth. We're the light of the world. That's who we are, and we are living in history-making times, guys. Now's the time. Let's make some history. This is opportunity for the church to rise up, and I believe here at Love Life we are rising up. We're rising up to the occasion. We're rising up to be the light. We're rising up to be the hope, right? Because we know that it's about eternity. We know that it's about purpose. And we know that it is about people. It's all about people. Seriously, the moment that you start making your life all about others, God makes it all about you. The moment you lay your life down is the moment you truly find it. You truly find purpose. And we just want to encourage you to just, you guys got this. We got this. We're going to be all right. This is going to pass. We're going to be back here at Love Life. 2020 is our breakout year. And we're breaking out. We're breaking through. And I'm praying that your spirit is strong, right? Your emotions are settled. Your mind is disciplined. Your bodies are healed and made whole. That you are strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Because we are love life. And this is our breakout year. If you want to join the family, if you want to join God's family, if you want to join Love Life family, I'm just telling you, click in the connect button. We'll get some resources to you. Get to Love Life Church. We can't wait to connect with you. But if you love to join God's family, it is so simple. In Romans 10, 9 and 10, it says, if you openly declare that Jesus is Lord, believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God and openly declaring your faith that you are saved. And you're saying like, I wanna be saved. I wanna be a part of that family. Let's say a prayer together. Y'all ready? Let's say a prayer together. Pray with me. 
Say, Lord Jesus, I call on your name right now. I believe you're the son of God. I believe that you came to the earth, died on the cross for my sin, and on the third day you rose from the dead. Thank you for forgiving me and setting me free. I receive you, Jesus, in my life today. And thank you for answering my prayer and saving me. Amen. Amen, amen. And just like that, you are saved. If you received Jesus tonight, please click that button. Also, we would love to contact you. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at office at lovelifechurch.com. We would love to send you some resources. We're not going to blow up your email, but we're not going to ask you for money. But we would love to get a booklet to you that lets you know about salvation and the next steps. You know what? We trust God. We trust God completely, and we're not going to look back, right? And we know that we are not alone, that there's another in the fire standing next to us, right? And we can see the light in the darkness. Why? Because we serve a great God. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.